and welcome back to the Pofa Exchange. This is Ryan. I'm Jen. This is P.S. P.S. is on her cell phone right now. She spent her day trying to find the first episode of Farscape on DVD, wasn't <laughs> able to find it, then discovered the wonderful thing called YouTube, which I am taking no legal liability for. And Jen is wearing a bathing suit right now. We're here to talk about the first episode of Farscape. It involves a man named John Crichton, who in the later seasons wears leather pants. It's the only show that Jen watches where the main character is physically attractive and wears leather pants. Oh, baby. So this episode shares, you know, very, you know, special place in, in Jen's heart. <laughs> and I, I said heart there. I was thinking of saying something else, but I realized that while we're explicit, we're still family friendly. So before we get down to tonight's <laughs> episode of the Pofwa Exchange and do a commentary on the premiere episode of Farscape, Jen Which and is I, actually named Premiere. It is named Premiere. I, I, you know what? If they named it Pilot, we would think it was about the Muppet. You're right. That's true. But so we don't know who Pilot is at this point. We don't know who Pilot is at this point. Now, we also should let you know that um, that P.S. is a Farscape virgin. Today was her first time experiencing the one that is You said it! I did say it. We, we, in, in the test run of the episode, I wouldn't go there. I, wouldn't, I would not is go there. Is this an explicit one, too? It's going to be explicit because I just called you a Farscape Evidently. virgin, so we got to go there. I was going to say earlier, this episode shares you know a special place in Jen's heart, and I was thinking of saying loins for a second, but I didn't go there. I said heart. So we're gonna I feel say- like saying, like, mm, meaty or whatever it is from... <laughs> Soup. So eaty. (laughs) You know what? When Jen's tired, some people have coffee. Jen has Farscape. So, uh, so, P.S., you watched this episode earlier today, and you're going to watch it again with us to share your thoughts. Did you have any overarching theme that you would like to let us know from your first Farscape experience? I've always said that word wrong. I've always said overarching. It's overarching. I really have always said overarching. I thought the C.H. was a case. You know what? The podcast hasn't even begun yet, Jen, and we're already <laughs> learning new things. I know. Well, you say bathing suit, and we say swimming suit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say bothing or something like that. All right. No, we're bothing. <laughs> P- no. P.S., P- did you have an overarching experience that you would like to share with the group? It was three Star Trek episodes. Really? I swear these plot, this, the plot of this is from three separate Star Trek episodes. I know there's a one where there's like an alternate like dimension. Mm-hmm. I know there's one where they encounter these prisoners and the prisoners are like pretending to be in charge. Well, these prisoners aren't pretending. They are actually in charge. I feel okay, like that well, somehow cheats it. basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. And also the... Except the different and unique. <laughs> is a Klingon, I swear. Dargo He's is not. in fact... Now that, Jen is taking this very personally. You see I that? am, He's dude. Not, this is not freaking Star Trek. This is like... Oh, when oh. we watch... Far- Okay. Okay. We're, and we're there's the, a blue person. There is. There are bloopers available. Wait, which blue person? Oh, the other blue one isn't there yet. The blue person. I thought you said the blooper. This is what no, happens. Blue, this is why people Zan. should never use AT and T for their cell phone service. That is Zan, and I think she's supposed to be green. Zan is definitely not supposed to be green, Jen. I thought she was because she's like a plant. Well, I know, but she's a blue plant, Jen. Whatever. She did, should be green. It's you, like Spock was supposed to be green and he think, wasn't. Did you th- well, he, no, like he was a morning tinted. glory. Hold on. Did you think that, that like <laughs> there was like a colorblind makeup artist and nobody wanted to hurt their feelings so they just went with I the just, blue? Yeah. I thought that like the color didn't get the greenish hues to her because her face shimmers like when she turns side like there's green in there. All right. You guys are watching all this high-fangled thing called a TV. <laughs> High def and all that. <laughs> 
P.S. is watching this on the rickety old laptop, calling She's in like, a crappy cell phone service. P.S. this week discovered, you know, at my urging, that she has this wonderful thing. They just cracked the technology. It's brand new. They're rolling it out. She has this wonderful thing called Free Nights and Weekends. So you'll be hearing a lot as we move forward. So let's enough of the overarching. Let's get into the actual episode itself. Before that, <laughs> a number. Jen, would you like to sing with me? Yes. After you, dear. Wait, I can't remember how it begins. How does it begin? (laughs) 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 All right, let's go. All right. I love that last, like, oomph you put in the screen. Well, you know what, Jen? That's how they do it. About the oomph. Now, Jen and I were just saying. It's all about the diaphragm. (laughs) Far Escape is a wonderful show. It's like, you know, where Battlestar Galactica is 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 realistic serious. And, and serious. And you, this you, is realistic. You feel like you're there. Yeah, I know. But the aliens have 17 heads and they're in there. No, and, they don't. And they pee Only helium. No, Far Escape is weird. It tries to be weird. They, they they do fart helium. That is accurate. <laughs> they have a fixation on slugs. Yes. Because there's like eight different kinds of slugs in this thing. Rigel farts helium. Enough said. But the thing, but it tries to be weird and it is weird and they have, you know, it, it, but on such a weird show, it has the most contemporary character. John Crichton is one of us. He is from Iasa. He's know, hot. But, all right. We're, you know what? Jen can't get any work done because she's staring at John Crichton's crotch. So what we're going to do is we're going to point our remote <laughs> controls at the DVD players. We're going to go to uh, scene selection or chapter selection. We're going to uh, start off at chapter one. Uh, the, the mission. You know, this is a new podcast. We're doing a new thing here. You know, maybe we should start commenting on the packaging and the DVD. I have to tell you that Farscape, okay. um, before the Starburst editions came out, they sold the seasons. I, in, that's what I have. I don't have the Starburst. Edition. I don't either. And they sold the editions um, in, in, in large boxes that cost like $100. I bought Farscape. They're actually $150. Are they $150? Well, maybe and I don't deal. That's what I didn't buy. It was a choice between buying the big, ugly box yeah. For a hundred and seven dollars, or not buying anything, and I chose to not buy anything. I think I bit. I think I bought mine for like around 107 too and I actually hadn't seen Farscape I just took a chance on it and I bought it and why I didn't Netflix the damn thing I'll never know but maybe I'm just not you know it's not like I have a degree in financial planning or anything but we'll get to that later so what we're going to do oh is- that's a good idea I'm going to put it on Netflix right now there you go PS it's all about the help okay can I just point out that your humble host here I'm sitting on my couch Thinking that my remote control has died, I've switched the batteries three times as I've been stalling here. I'm actually, in <laughs> fact, using the TV remote. So we're ready to go. And no, wait, I want to wait. I want to add more to the box. Oh, Jen, please I jump just, into the box. I just want to talk about the individual DVD mm-hmm. um, because I'm looking at them right now in the box. And if you haven't seen Farscape season one before and memorized the order of the DVDs, there's actually no clear way. From the cases, unless you read Farscapian. Well, that's the thing. The DVD menus like, and, the, and, the, and the boxes are written in an alien language, <laughs> which is unfortunate. <laughs> Maybe that's why they named the episode Premiere, because if they called it John Back, no one would know where to start the show. So that, that is... So I, I've taken, like, we dropped these, and like, you know what? After this... DVD. I don't know what comes. <laughs> I'll oh, have know, to look it up and put them in order. You know what they do, and they put like everything side by side, so you watch the episodes out of order. So it's like when they're like, you know, 
you know, Rigel died, you know, as you're starting the episode, you're like, oh, crap, Rigel died. I missed an episode. And by then, you know, the emotional impact is somewhat, you know, less. That's how her name is spelled. Rigel is the slug. Rigel is the slug. Rigel is. No, no, no. I just went, no, I was adding it from Netflix, and they have Aaron's son's name spelled, and I would never have guessed it was spelled like that. It's soon. It's soon. It's pronounced soon. It's spelled son. You were right. But but yeah, there's no way to te- like I'm st- I'm like concentrating on the DVD cases, and there is actually no clear way to figure out what order these stupid things are in. Like even Plus, I'm you looking need to build a bookshelf to keep them. Okay, open. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If they I think got maybe the, if they got the oh, fifth there season, is a way. Sure. Okay, if you open the cases and actually look at the DVDs under the alien language, like like on the second di- on the second DVD case, it says disc three disc four like evidently that's how you figure it out but it doesn't say like you can't figure it out without opening up all the individual cases and looking at all the cds dvds i just think we're becoming lazy as a society i have to put for dummies (laughs) in the title of this episode what no that's not lazy that is this is stupid no my complaint about the dvd cases is you need to build some type of bookshelf to hold them if they got the fifth season <laughs> you know i would I, I i would not have been able to buy it because i'm running out of storage space so that was uh, again unfortunate oh uh, well we bought one of those really long wall dvd cases because we have freaking blockbuster in our living room so they all fit but i can understand your dilemma i do have a dilemma jen now, I, I really feel for you, man. All right, now let's start the episode. So we're going to uh, scene one, the mission, and we're going to do a one, two, three, click. Are you clear, Jen, on the one, two, three, click? I'm clear that that was not the real one, two, three, click. That, or was, three, not two, one, the, that was not the that real was one. That was a test. When it's Splinic. real, I will tell you. P.S. Are you prepared to one, two, three, click? I am prepared to one, two, three, click. All right. The next time I say those words... This it's three, be- two, one. Click. All right, we will substitute the phrase three, two, one with one, two. Three. Okay. No, one, two, three with three, All two. All right, one. we. I, <laughs> I, I will not say one, two, three. I will in fact say three, two, one. But I have not said it yet because we are still in test mode. You and your weird overarching. What can I say? All right, play it by ear. So here we go. Uh-huh. Ooh, three, two, one. <laughs> Yay! Premiere! Episode premiere! Now, I have to point out something here. NASA is a very exact agency. Yes, when the toilet is clogged in the space station, it bre- they break into C-SPAN to tell me. Well, not C-SPAN. Octopus shirt! They really, I'm sorry. They break into CNN. I like that shirt. Well, it no, is This sick. is my complaint. If you were a real <laughs> astronaut, they like it's like the Secret Service. They know you, where you are at all times, and there's like oh, 14 right. people to carry your underwear, and like everything is measured that week in advance. They know when you're drunk and wearing a diaper. They know when you're drunk well, and wearing like, a diaper. They measure your pee like the week before. Like it's ridiculous. Exactly. Now, now, what are the odds? They say, yeah, you know what? We're gonna put you into a small. You know, it's basically like a jeep. You know. Wrangler in space. You're, there's going to be a hole in your helmet. Um, we're going to shoot you like five billion miles an hour. We have no way of retrieving you. But you know what? Um, you want to get? You, you want to wear some cabana wear and just you know take off for a few hours? You know what? Go nuts. I but you know, know, in a Apollo no, thirteen, they could go outside. This is Iasa, the dirty uh, version. This. <laughs> I asa. <laughs> can you imagine, like, the receptionist? I asa. How can I help you? I asa. Like, how can I help you? Would you that, like some leather? 
Thank God he doesn't keep the um the, the, the orange. I'm really glad that ugly guy in the next so episode. His purple shirt. He's a purple shirt on. For some reason, that had, bothers me. Jay, I ha- think James one had had one of those jackets a long time ago, or something similar to the, the dad jacket. The yeah, one the that's dad like jacket. Two different kinds of material. The sleeves that are different colors that just irks the crap you know out what? of me. It looks like a letter jacket. John's dad is probably only in like six episodes of the show, like total over the four year run. He's Man, in- but the ones he is in he makes seems me like, cry. He's like Q. He seems like he's always there. Like Q. He is. Q. That's floating like five there. five episodes, but he, always, he feels like he's there. He so. looks, he really does okay. look like Richard Anderson. Speaking of keeping the I asked the people, like, why is he, like, okay to walk with, who are those people behind him? Like, his dad, like, evidently his They should be, those people should be cares. measuring his pee right now. <laughs> I know. That's, and look how blue his eyes are. They look alike, though. They do look like, I, I, I feel like they're father and son. The dad has great hair. I mean, that is great hair for an old Yeah, he does. He's the guy that retires and then realizes he has nothing to do with his life, so he just, like, combs his hair for the hairstylist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we lose track of the fact over the seasons that John Crichton is a scientist. You know, he's he's the brilliant... Because he's so freaking badass awesome and But that's the thing. You lose the fact that... You lose his scientist background after a while in the show. That that becomes not so important anymore. I guess. I didn't care. Once the leather. I, have, I have a question because I can't tell what it is because it's so small. What's he give him? Oh, it's a ring with like three. It's like a, It's like one of those. It's an interlocking ring. Because he took it because his father is a former astronaut. It was his father's uh, good luck charm. Oh, okay. I got to give him good luck charm. But I can't tell what it is because the picture is very small. Okay, does he get a chain for it later on? He must, because he does have a chain on by the end of the season. Oh, there's a chain on. He just flipped it around his finger. I was always wondering where John Crichton went to a jeweler in space. (laughs) Blast off. (laughs) I didn't catch the name of the shuttle. It wasn't Columbia. Um, There was a different... It's a made-up shuttle. Well, that's the thing. They never really tell you what year it is. Like, is it 2010? Is it 2020? It looks like the sun. It's very I think it's this year. It's supposed to be. This is the year it came out. Like nineteen. What it, did this come out in two thousand one? I can't remember. It was many years ago. I think it was two thousand. No, this is the thing. Like if like a tile breaks off the space shuttle, you know they have to ground the fleet for three years. There should like and and that's my one pet peeve with 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 the use of of the Farscape module. This thing will burn up in five minutes and they and he will have to eject with his hole in his helmet and they will never use this thing again. He like takes this thing on vacation with him. <laughs> Let me talk about the helmet because what use is a freaking helmet when it doesn't cover look at that. It covers his eyes. It's a visor. It's like sunglasses. yeah, it's like a visor. Yeah. What what it just it's like it, he should just wear sunglasses and like a hard hat. He does. <laughs> later, no, seriously, what later on purpose? in the show he No, later on the show he doesn't even wear the helmet. Well what's the purpose of a hard hat in space? I mean the worst you're gonna do is like spin around forever. Well, I, I mean, think the lack of oxygen or any type of cabin pressure would be a far more immediate concern. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's not the helmet isn't gonna protect him from that. I mean look at that. I hate to tell you he's so He's gonna just bump his head on the ceiling of the plane. He, he would. Okay, is this where he starts to talk about this becomes the uh 
intro for future seasons. My name is John Carton. No, it's when he's coming out of the wormhole, I believe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He has good hair. They added in this the reaction shots of DK and John's dad after he um, goes through the wormhole to prove that it's not the wreckage of Earth that he sees, because there was concern in the original edit that it looked like the Earth had been destroyed. Oh, not good. That's interesting. That is so pretty. I mean, I love the I look. Love, of I love the wormhole. The wormhole's awesome. And it, it, Except you're, like, about to die. I mean, I'm sure if you were really that, towards, like, that, towards that you would think that it was yeah. pretty. Peacekeeper yeah. Wars is amazing. Yeah, and Peacekeeper I just love it. It looks like water. No, you know what? I'm sorry that John would be he would be jello on the side of the wormhole. There's no way that thing was built to sustain this. I'm sorry. No, it's a like, helmet. You, you it's can protecting see him. It bend. It is made of rubber. Like you think he would die. <laughs> when they lean against the shuttle, it like caves in. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was made of plywood. He's made of plywood. I love this right here. Um my eyes are in the back of my skull. I wet myself. Measure it later. <laughs> Measure it. But he's sweating. Like, the, the helmet doesn't even provide air conditioning. I didn't know you could sweat in space. That's amazing. I think he made the helmet himself. I think he did. <laughs> he ducked his nephew did. It was a hat. science project. <laughs> oh, that's my, amazing. My favorite line in the pilot's coming up. Wait for what it. What is it? There's a meteor? <laughs> oh, uh, He's from a planet um, called... Okay, um... What the... Um... Um... The... I wet myself again. Uh, measure that one later. Um... Uh... <laughs> Canaveral? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. My name is... Okay, I love how his eyes pop open, and that's when the music starts. Wait, no, that's not it, is it? Is that the... Is that the first season? Do you want me to really do the music now? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, you should really play it so people know what we're doing. You know what really blows my mind? There's only like three people in the opening credits because everyone else is a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's hot. Her, she has bad hair on this episode, though. Like, she gets good hair, like, around season two and three. Oh, well, she's a rebel. What do you want? Whatever. She needs conditioner. That looked like a transformer. My God, early Dargo scares me. All right, yes, little fun fact. The voice of Pilot. Actor who plays Captain Crace, the bad guy. I always thought that Pilot was a girl until like season three and James. <laughs> you thought it was I overarching. Did. Come on, Thanks. <laughs> I didn't know that Pilot was a boy. Okay, this I is a huge who was who point because the, the video and the sound was off sync. So like every time somebody talked, it sounded it looked like a different person was talking. Yes, that was important right there. The fact that the, the, the that spaceship shuttle, just crashed. That, but it that was, was big. Fault. That was big. That's a huge yeah, thing. Uh, See, he even said that's big. I love how they they really help the audience along here. Um, that's big. Yeah, that's um, that's bigger than it looked over the. Yeah, that's oh crap, that's big. So where I just want to. He is, he is very far away. No, I mean, like, what did he land in? Is this a spaceship or a thing on the ground? He is landing... <laughs> my God, we got to get her a DVD. He is landing on the spaceship. He's landing on Moya. Okay. I see one of the little slug things. I love the DRGs. They are cute. I, I know. 
Not until uh, 1812. I love 1812. I do, too. What is that? Thing. We that's never see what, it again. That's like, I well, he, you never see any of this again. That's okay. The, um, speaking of stuff we've never seen before. Okay, you know, later in this episode, hold when on, John, I, I'm sorry, to interrupt. Now, this thing has just flown across the galaxy. It's made of plywood, and it was it was built by NASA. Everything NASA builds breaks. I NASA. I, oh no, it is I I asses get the good shit. Okay, that would explain it. <laughs> like, seriously, what that thing is? What is that thing? Even, that thing doesn't have a break. What is that? Come on. <laughs> He has a break. <laughs> he popped the clutch? What the hell is Hello, this? hello, little... Oh, God, I forgot what they were called. DRD, uh, DRDs. DRDs. The little DRD. I love how it, it reminds like, shoots... me. It reminds me of a rumba. It's the close encounters of the third kind. I love this. Now that he gets there, it's on fire. Yeah, I know. Like, what ca- what caused the fire? The stupid DRD <laughs> shooting him or something. And how does he fix the... How does he fix it? That's my other thing. The helmet has helped. Look, it <laughs> moved. It got out. It, That's like, shook. They put... <laughs> All right, now, is is it on, like, a... Pl- is it on, like, a box now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's still sweating. He's sweating all through they this show- They put him in, like... A bathtub with like a crappy helmet and the smallest fire extinguisher ever. <laughs> CRD is broken. Okay, I was I was saying while ago though the things that never show up again. I always wanted to see the marker writings on the floor again. That yeah. he, you know that he writes like because he just like graffiti. I thought that was I thought that part was really cool. Yeah, it is good. Give me a pen. Like, okay, here's a here's a sharpie. Moy's like, ooh, that tickles. I know. Like, where did some, I didn't know they had pens in space? Like, okay, they probably have is, like. All right, our first. What do you think they have? I don't know. I I think that they like I don't know click or now, something. This is a very to, unzan. What is that like William Shatner in that Priceline? Yeah. Zan changes a lot after this episode. Well, Zan she's is scared. like, no, it's like, look at the first shot we get of Zan when she sees Crichton. Wait, That's wait, very. So what are the names of these people? Because now I am thinking that Zan is the blue one. Zan is the blue one. Who's and Dargo's. Zan is a priest. That's Dargo. Dargo is is very angry. Ah, with very green tell. eyes. Now look at this. Now look at Zan. Watch Zan. Well done. Hi. It's like you could at least like. Well, she thinks he's bad. Though. I know they think but he's the she... one that's, and they think he's a peacekeeper. What's a peacekeeper? A peace. The peacekeepers are the people who imprisoned Moya. And they're the ones that look Moya. Moya is the ship. Moya is. Oh. The ship is alive. Moya is the ship. The peacekeepers are the human-like aliens who are. Very authoritarian. They're, they're 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 like they're like the Death Eaters, but not you know as nasty. They're the bad guys. No, they're just they're like the military. They're very militaristic. Um, Moya is a living ship. They put like a control collar on the ship to to, to enslave it essentially. Pilot. Okay, not tell the whole plot of season one. Oh, not telling the whole plot. I mean, they're dealing with trying to get the control collar off right now. I mean, this is that's true. Pilot, who is the boy. Pilot who has a penis. Is that apparently. the mushroom? Mu- yes, Pilot is the mushroom. I love when the new people come on. Pilot, <laughs> Pilot is the very large Muppet. He the is, mushroom. He is the 
he is um like a symbiont. He he's another life form merged with the ship, and he acts as its like control center. Okay, I don't. Why does Dargo have his nipple pierced? I'm not aware of why his nipple is pierced. <laughs> And I don't know what he okay. thinks he's accomplishing. He's like he's like squeezing <laughs> things and like Okay. That is Rigel. No, the this is husband. yes, Rigel is the little guy. He's a former um This is du- my husband's favorite yes, character. He's a former emperor and he's now basically That's the six dish. Million people. Yes, he's like the dishwasher now, so he's Yes, he's been in, you have to understand, they've been in prison for like, I don't they, know, they 70 have. years or yeah, something. Yeah, they have all been, they were all the prisoners on the ship. They've been the prisoners on the ship, and they've overthrown the... Zan uh... never did that again. I've never seen her work. Like, okay, what Dargo is doing here is the equivalent of having a heart attack and trying to help yourself, you pop a pimple on your forehead. There's no so way was, this is... There's no I was way just this informed is that Rigel has been imprisoned for 600 years. That doesn't just sound... so you get an, So you get an age... Well, he was over. Oh, you're right, because he was overthrown. Yeah, he was overthrown. So he's really old, and so he's been in prison for 600 years. He's incredibly horny and incredibly hungry, too. And he farts farts helium. helium. He farts helium. (laughs) I can't stress that enough. I know. It's just too funny. All right. Okay, what are those? Those are like the bolts holding the control collar in place. (laughs) Oh, that's right, where they're getting rid of the control. Oh, that is a gorgeous shot of Pilot. You can see like, the scarring on Moya's hull from the... How many puppeteers did it take to work oh, Pilot? Oh, God. Pilot had to have been like... I mean, it's like the most intricate puppet Pilot ever. was... Well, that's the thing. You forget they're puppets after a while. Like, I know. I, I forget that Rigel's not real, which is unfortunate <laughs> because he's, like, obviously not, but... So is everybody a puppet except for um, the man? No, the the peacekeepers they look human, but they're not. Oh well, I know that I knew that. Okay. A and lot of the, ca- the a lot of the characters in the show will be will be um, puppets. Puppet. A lot of the characters. Well, this is the Jim Henson production, isn't it? It is. It, yeah. It's, it's yeah. not. So, it's not Jim Henson. It's Brian Henson. It's his son, I believe. I it's Brian. It's. I believe it's Brian Henson. His. Yeah, uh, Jim it's his wasn't son. involved in it. Um. But it's Jim Henson's creature shop. Yeah, you're gonna see a lot of what what isn't made, what isn't a puppet. Um, you, you're gonna it's have, a it, makeup it's just, person. Yeah, it's incredibly um, intricate. Weird. It's very. They try. It's not like Star Trek where everyone has like you know the bumps on their foreheads and that makes you the alien. Yeah, everybody looks way. The, pe- the peacekeepers obviously look human, and that's explained later on. I'm not happy with the peacekeeper set. It just, uh, it's just no, it's, not this one. And I don't like their beginning outfits either. They they do a much better job as it goes on, making everything look a little weird. And yeah, when they get big bucks per episode. I 18. never thought Crace was never a very good bad guy. He never, yes, he was. He is uh, awesome. Is a bad guy. He's, he's too not. obvious. He's like I am the bad guy. Yeah. He, look at my bad guy clothes. He's not really bad guy. He well, look at my bad guy beard. He doesn't. He he never interests me. He doesn't interest me until well into the first season. Really? Yeah. That was my question. How does he? How does he know that's his brother's? Because he just knows. Why is that? Well, I mean, this is a huge like plot point. It's needed for the. I wish there was a way they could have explained, like you know. But you know, I'm I'm kind of with you. I didn't really get Christ until the episode. I don't know what it is, but the one where Christ is on Moya and um, Crichton comes out and like Crichton just basically breaks down and he, he cries and he's like. 
you know, why the hell are you after me? I didn't do it. It was an accident. I don't know Love. if it's the same episode. It's the episode where um you find out but about that Chris. Was such a it's good the episode where you find out about Chris's brother and his father. That was a very okay. There's, it's, it's the an- episodes where you get into the humanity of Chris because as just the bad guy who's after them every week, he he's boring as hell. Yeah. That okay. Was now, just- now this is ordinary Zen. This is Zen Zen who's. <laughs> smiling or whatever her name is really um she's smiling and she's calm and she looks like she wants to have sex with someone in the middle of a staff meeting i mean that's the zam we know and love it's sad that she was allergic to this makeup it is the actress had a lot of problems um well think of tin man oh that's not right i hate rigel when he spits and rigel's like your kid rigel's like your kid oh i love this right here i love the the reaction shot it turns around and then falls the one thing that this show definitely doesn't hide from is the gross factor. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it just stomps that. right forward through it. This is and a great m- scene. I think they almost lost this scene originally, and they wanted to show just the two alien characters without having Crichton present. I love the lighting. I love the... Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's so interesting. I, I like this a lot. I really did. It's, it's because good. you find out she's a priest. And you don't yes. know enough about them. You, you don't know really why. What a devil is. Why, why are they imprisoned? Why were they held for so many years? You know, Rigel, it was a political thing. You know, why is Anne in prison? Why is, um, why is Dargo in prison? You find out a lot more about these characters. One thing that's really interesting about this show is any show, you know, tries to put the human on top. You know, the human is leading this ragtag group of aliens. In this show, especially how it starts off, John is the low man on the totem pole. He He's from the 20th century. He's in the brig. You know, he doesn't understand the language. He is the he is the bottom guy. And you see the character really transform over the, over the four years of the show, but the, he's not the captain. There, there is no captain. There's no one in well, charge of the ship. Not yet. Not yet, but, you know... I like the fact that the, that the aliens are really dominant on the show, especially in the okay. beginning. Did he travel through time or just space? He traveled just through space. He's it's the same. Okay. Yeah, it's the same time. His family probably at this point presumes he broke up over Earth. But that's a good wormhole question. Yes. You know what I like? I like that they 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 show the fourth sensation in this episode, but we don't know what that is until later. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And she and she she says here you're a boy because she's so old and he's like, No, dude, in my alienness, I'm old. I've seen two battles. Well that's the thing. She's very much the Mother? Yeah. Yeah. She's mama of the ship. Except to Rigel who likes her big blue ass. <laughs> You're right, Jen. She does look green in this. It's Thank the, you. It's just the... It's the... I, I've, I, I've always remembered the scene for the lighting, which is sad because it's just such a great dialogue scene. The warrior and the priest. You know, will they be able to make it? I just realized that he doesn't have nipple rings. It's collarbone rings, which actually make me cringe more. Yeah, because they change him to the... Ugh. They change what him do you think is the evolutionary purpose of his pointy chin? Doesn't I, it, doesn't it, the tattoos on it show the battles or something? The, ta- the, the tattoos are important. I don't. I don't know. The, I mean, 
It becomes. I think I th- they change his makeup a lot in the second season. They really do. They really but do. it's still dark. I mean, it doesn't change. You'll know it's. You'll recognize him, but you'll be like, "Oh, what the hell happened to you?" But I think I think it does have an anatomical purpose that they get into. I know the um the appendages coming out of the back oh, of his head. I remember now. It it's a um it, it does isn't it like a sex thing? It might be. I don't remember. This is okay. This one gives Jen wet dreams. The scene right here. I have to admit, with the sound off. Oh, yeah. I remember the tattoos now. What was it? They they are the um the rank of the rank of it because remember he it has a general tattoo even though he's not a real general. Right. Yeah. I love Rigel. He's naked. <laughs> How many of those things are there? Is there just the one? Because I remember when I was watching this before. The DRDs. There's just the one. It's the same one. The DRDs? Well, there's, no. no there's, he's talking about Rigel. Rigel. Oh, Rigel? No, the guy, yeah. Oh, no, there's just Rigel. There's, on, there, there's, one, there's only one of him, and that, and many times they will think that that one is... is but Rigel there. gets so much better looking in the next few seasons. Rigel is an old, fat politician who <laughs> who got defeated. Oh, he's so selfish. All he wants to do is sleep, eat, and get revenge. That's all he wants, but he's... So it's it's literally it's, he's kind of like Ted Kennedy. He no, it is. He's he's like it's like if you if you've been president of the United States and now you're a dishwasher, you're like, well, I have my subjects do this, and there are none. So it, he sometimes forgets. Oh, John, you're so pretty. <laughs> we used to call it the Universal Translator, but we were sued. I cannot imagine why you weren't. Uh, immunized at birth. Rigel seems like he's having a great deal of difficulty with, with that control panel, even though it has two buttons on it. Well, I love Rigel because... I'll try this button. I'll try this button. We I'll never see this hand. outfit again, ever. Well, On any Peacekeeper. Well, look at her. She can barely stand in it. Well, how can well, that I possibly be? But at be least her helmet makes freaking sense. He looks like a bug. I know. Well, I thought it was a boy, too. And then you find out, no, it's this really hot Australian girl. Oh, okay. Except with bad hair. Well, you know what? She is the jerk from Stargate. Yes. She is the jerk that ruined Stargate. She. Wait, what are you talking about? She was in Stargate? Yeah, she... Both, um... After Farscape ended. Oh yeah, he is too. After I, Farscape ended, this pairing was. Oh, unpopular. you mean they the episode? Oh, you mean the show? I okay. hate them both so much. They they ruined they ruined Stargate. Well, well this oh. is what came before it, so you have to recognize. Well, the writers did it, not the actors. But okay. <laughs> Jen's very protective of her cred. I was just sad that they couldn't get it on on another show because I'm all about this. And what's so funny is he's actually married. And yet, they do so good on she, screen. She together. loves him, Claudia Black. His she, wife is on the show quite a bit, actually. She, oh, she yeah, she's on every season. Well, it's inter- well for those of you who saw Peacekeeper Wars, you'll enjoy that. Now, the thing which I love here is because the humans and the peacekeepers look alike, everyone assumes that Crichton is a peacekeeper. He's a damn scientist, not a real one. He, he, I'm sorry, Ben Brother does not do 
southern wine. He's still working the butt. <laughs> he's like trying the middle <laughs> he one. He just hits it. He's like, mm. you know what he is? He's like the corporate vice president trying to check his own email. And it's just not working for him. Look at the jewels. His jewels. He hasn't seen them in 600 years. It's ridiculous. I don't think it was 600. It is. I'm right. But Zan doesn't change that much, really. Well, now uh-huh. she's being snarky. I mean, Zan is snarky. That's fine. But she was like, "You're right." She the first. I don't think they've quite got her character down until a couple episodes from now. He's from a planet called Earp. <laughs> <laughs> Dargo's from Jacob. This is hilarious. Eat what? And Dargo's like. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's, no. A, there's a moment in the next episode where Cryden remarks that the planet they're on looks like Dagobah. And Aaron, oh, yeah. Aaron's well, like, I'm not familiar with Dagobah. He's like, oh, yeah, little guy. You know, Yoda lives there. Yoda? Yeah, little guy. Trains warriors. Ah. You'll find that the pop culture of the show is what makes the humor I'll so this great. Cryden, John Cryden, the character, is a fan of Star Trek. I mean, that's built into the characters. So he. Well, no, the best one, I think, is the underwear when Aaron's wearing Cryden's underwear, and he's like, that's mine. And she's like, nope, they belong to a man called uh, Calvin Klein. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can I just tell you that Cryden looked like he was wetting himself in the photo that they were able to digitally (laughs) reconstruct? It's Shiva Gahart. Oh, I just love the Moya shots. They're just always beautiful and neat. And the starburst, it's amazing. And they have them in handcuffs. Do we ever see handcuffs later on? I don't okay, so. I have a fashion statement. Oh, I if I if my skin was blue, I would not wear a blue dress. Well, it's, well, like, it's, Jenny part of- Reese, it's like all the fan fictions where Jenny Weasley wears red, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> no, she wears orange. It's just worse. Look at him. He's, like, so interested in the ship, and they think he's, like, a child, like a retard. I love the music right there. <laughs> I love classic and Dark. The, the, that's the first time I've ever looked at the top of the ship and thought, wow, that looks like foil. But maybe it was. Ha! Dargo popped all the pimples and broke the ship. I do like how pretty everyone's eyes are. I never noticed that. Like, Dargo has great green eyes, and I think Virginia Hayes wearing contacts, but she's got pretty blue eyes, and so does he. The, the one thing I love about the show is even up until the end of it, it's not like, say, Star Trek Voyager, where everyone comes from a different place, but they're all, you know, hugging and kissing by the end of the first episode, and they've all decided to be great friends. No one trusts anyone. Yeah. You know, Zan doesn't trust Dargo. You know, Dargo doesn't trust Zan. No one trusts everyone fully. There's different levels. Rigel yeah. doesn't trust anyone. No one trusts Rigel. But even <laughs> even like even if you were to jump three years ahead, you know, into the run of the show, you still see a level of mistrust there. What are they eating? I've always wondered what that stuff is. It's like classic Star Trek. It's the food cubes that give all your yeah. But like, what food. is it really? I thought it was chives. I thought it was green beans, but I don't think... I don't know. Oh, I think we're about to... I can't. I haven't watched this in a long time. Are we going to get a helium moment? Yes. Yeah, we are. I remember that from before. I remember that it 
the, the running commentary that I was giving Ryan when I was watching it, and I really honestly did believe that there were multiple of where Rigel is because the the, the video was so out of sync of the audio that sometimes it looked like he was speaking Van's lines, so I thought <laughs> there was a boy and a girl. <laughs> I thought there were two of them. <laughs> we're here to give you the really, the, you know, the heart of the... And, and Dargo has a headband. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> I was uh, <laughs> it makes them feel pretty. Which, Pilot's very militaristic in this one. He's like, attention. <laughs> I know. Later, he's Later like, on, he's like, um, good day. <laughs> Incoming fleet, prepare for Starburst. And what little weird forks. I really want one. Like, that, like that's the thing. Like, is she gonna is she going to stab them with the? Well, actually, Aaron could probably kill everyone. No, I think they were gonna before. try to pick the lock. Well, they were, but Aaron could probably kill everyone Even in that it's ship. A weird thing. Oh. What? Okay, that? that's a puppet. <laughs> yes, P.S. That is not an actual actor. That is not <laughs> an Australian. The weirdest puppet in the, I've ever seen, other than the one that's it looks when like a crocodile cross with a horse cross with a spider. You will find, if you watch this P.S. after the second season, you will forget that Rigel is a puppet. I've already forgotten. Because I forgot which one Rigel is. Okay, Rigel is the Hynerian. He's the little guy. Okay. You will forget that Rigel is a puppet. I need to write this down. Alright, yes, Rigel is the puppet. Right, Make a spreadsheet, P.S. And I'm really glad they got rid of the little peacekeeper ponytail things. Those are kind of weird. Well, that's the thing. On some level, the set of Moya is so cool. Like, in the command section, like, the floors, you know, they, it, it looks like almost like granite, like a, like an organic granite. But then you have, like, these bars, which are so obviously, like, glittered that... No, they look old. They look aged. I don't know. I can't buy into this particular set. I like, love look, this. Core... You can tell You can tell when she's pushing on it that it's like, if she really pushed on it, it would fall over her. Yeah, I was never. Th- th- there were portions of the set I was never like this set. I love. That's when she's like, okay, maybe he's not a complete idiot. I like her. Oh, she can literally break his neck with her thighs right now. If she did that original move on him. I like her too, and she even becomes like more likable as the seasons go on. Like I just love her. Well, she's such a dynamic character. I love when they switch bodies. They switch bodies? Jen, not to... Yeah, there's an interesting I'm episode. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, there's an interesting episode. They, I love body switching episodes. Yeah, where she has to speak with an American accent and Crichton's in her body, and all he does is run to a mirror and check out her boobs. <laughs> and he jiggles it like it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, let's take mine. Yeah. Well, his is ma- yours is made of plywood. We'll take mine. <laughs> like seriously, like like a like a space shuttle could just launch. Like oh, drives me nuts. What is? I haven't seen a peacekeeper ship look like that. The command carrier, Jen. My favorite line. Like of- a big bullseye on it. <laughs> that, that was an unfortunate <laughs> design flaw. They had to retire them from service. <laughs> Jen, my favorite line is Aaron's in the um in Peacekeeper Wars, where she's like, "Shooting makes me feel better." Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it makes Although not so British, she, but you yeah. know, whatever. I know what you mean, though. All right, this yeah. looks like it was filmed in someone's garage. <laughs> no, they just went to the um, 
I don't know. Where did they go? Well, with pilots, you don't have huge sets. Wow. I love the lens flares that That's they the put they do, they do so much. They, they try and cram every thing they possibly can into like every inch of the set to make it look as alien as possible. It doesn't look as realistic as other shows, but I think the effort makes it that much better because it's such a weird environment. What is the point of her head cover? It's cold? It's a scarf? Is I it think she's trying to either... Look inconspicuous? I... Well, I think it's inconspicuous, but you get Dargo with you. I mean, it's... <laughs> and Rigel. Yes. <laughs> that looks like that was not frightening. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it didn't do anything for me. He has a really good bewildered face. Every five minutes, it's like, huh? Oh, he does. Uh, yeah, you he does that a lot throughout the seasons. Aaron's loyalty. Ah! I think that's very important. Aaron, at this point, would turn them all over to Crace. You know, in so many other shows, Aaron would learn to like Crichton and realize he's a good guy, and, and she would and she would stand up to Crace, you know, and, and fight to the death to protect him. On this show, Aaron wouldn't do that. Aaron's, you know, Aaron would give them over if that was her orders. It's because the peacekeepers essentially cast her aside. It's why she makes that decision. I like that. I like it's. It's, it's, it's because it, there's no other option. For yeah, it's her. not. It's not that the you know the standard tale of the woman you know turning her back on her country to protect you know a good person. Yeah. Aaron literally only goes with them because she has literally no other choice and she doesn't want to be but- there. But that's also part of the theme of the show. All these people are in places that none of them want to be. Right. And they have to build, they have to create a family and a living environment for, for, and it, none of it is what any of them wanted or expected. Yeah. And they have to learn to live with each other. And characters and, are supposed to, yeah, characters, you know, who are always noble, always self-sacrificing are probably very good people. They would make excellent, you know, politicians if they ever decided to run for that. But they're, they're, they can be boring characters after a while because you expect them to always be good and to be always be bold. So I like the fact that Aaron is only watching out for her own skin right here. And she has to grow into everything else that doesn't happen in the first episode. Crane is such a butthole here. Who designed that hat? That's a hideous hat. Yeah, they don't really keep the hats. Yeah. Or that weird jacket. Like, I'm so glad that Creighton's peeps... Peacekeeper Wars are so much sexier. Yeah, unfortunately, there was a there was an accident in uh, Moya's laundry in the second episode, and Craven had to. Uh... Yeah, I mean, she she's not willing to. He only had the one outfit. I mean, you know what? And, and this is very important. She's not purposefully putting her life in the line for him. She's right. she's back with her people. She's trying to put in a good word for him, but. In putting in a good word for him, she accidentally and inadvertently trips up and screws herself. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she had any idea that she would screw herself. I, I don't. Maybe you have... Well, he even tries to step in and help her, and but it doesn't... do you think that she knew when she said that that she could be... No, th- there's no way. Contamination, but she contamination yeah, never entered into her mind. She didn't... She thought she could put in a good word for a guy, and it wouldn't cost her a thing. <sighs> I vow one day I will kill you. Uh-huh. 
such an fish person. Well, okay. Interesting foreshadowing for what actually. I love Moya. It's a great shot. It shows how big Moya is and how small Moya is. Usually when yeah. you see some of these shows, like the ship looks like half the size of the planet. <laughs> That's so true. And she's a model in real life, too. Virginia Hay? Yeah, Virginia Hay. She sells, um, like, holistic, like, creams and... Yeah. He looks like he has warts or something. How can that guy even walk around? Look how much gear he's wearing. He's like the Iron Man. Oh, and I love that he takes the time to try to figure out the puzzle, like, a field resourceful. He's starting to lose his um, hero constipated look, at least. <laughs> but the peacekeepers are pretty stupid. You know what I'm <laughs> Yeah, they really. Well, they're they don't know how to do anything unless they're told. I mean, they're ra- It's like they're it's like they're plants. They're just raised and then they're used and then they die. Like it's weird. Well, like, yeah. Clone. Yeah. Well, no. Well. Not probably as bad as the clones, but like you saw with Aaron, you're you're raised to think a certain way. Not to give away too much, but Aaron was raised by the military. <laughs> that is the best line of episode one. <laughs> I'll shoot these yellow bolts of light. <laughs> <laughs> so the peacekeepers probably surrender. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, we don't have any. He's other the way. guy who wears like goggles on the space shuttle, and these guys are like have reinforced armor, and they're like, we surrender. And there's no way that this, thing could pack out much of a punch. <laughs> this is important that he chose Dargo first, I think, because yeah. I think it it like they they don't have a good relationship yet, but they become brothers, you know. No, this they're calling her officer's son. Someone read the script and didn't. <laughs> obviously there was no one of substance on the set that day. What do you think would have happened if he picked Aaron first? I don't know. I don't Dark, think, like I don't, Aaron would not. She wouldn't have understood what it meant. She would have just taken it for granted. Do you think she would have untied him? I do, but I don't think that it would have been for the same re- Like, it wouldn't have meant the same. I don't know. That's a good question. These peacekeepers should probably be like doing something while they're having this very hard to hard. No, they're just. I think they're dead. They got hit with the yellow. No, he shot the wall. They fell asleep. These guys are. Well, it's called ricochet. They're the worst. They're the worst security guards ever. (laughs) It's what I am. You can be more. I love it. That's the line. Be more. You could be more. It's what you do when you're raised your entire life to be a soldier, and the military says you're done. What do you do? Like ordering, I love it. It's like you're being ordered to die, and what if you don't want to? It's just, it's a very basic question. You can be more. I love that line. That should be a, like an uplifting poster or something. Your attention. I love pilot's a great narrator in this one. That looks like a... It's like a big plane. It's like a... Yeah. <laughs> Propellers. It looks like... I do enjoy the fact that Farscape 1 gets them out of this, and I do enjoy the fact that Crichton gets through this because he's a scientist. You never really... You, 
in in future episodes, he gets you out of this because he's a really good shot or something. In this, it's one. lucky. It's luck. Yeah, I mean, they, they I, make I jokes love this I love the music. I love it. Episode. I love it when Matt can save the day. Yeah, it's like P.S.'s dream come true. Well, yeah, but that they're only all happens like paper, one paper, time. paper. Like everything else, and they even make fun of like his dumb luck and his plans because they're so ridiculous, and then they work, and everybody's like, "I have no idea why that worked, but whatever." Yeah, this is the only command carrier we see like this. <laughs> I love that he's writing on Moya. Well, I love the fact that they're like glaring at him and like knocking him unconscious with their tongues like an hour and a half ago and now they're like okay he's drawing on the ground we should listen to him yeah I know he's a genius maybe I'm doing all that I can you're right it does look like an old fashioned plane with like the, the, the two wings and the like stuff between it yeah no <laughs> this is madness! Well done, Rigel. He's like, this is very dramatic! He's the voice of re- reason here. That'd be great if he was like, this is so exciting! Whoa, he is like, pushed sharp against the wall mean right now. I love how they're all like bickering at each other. <laughs> I always wanted to figure out Moya's button system. Okay, is this the only appearance of the joystick? <laughs> yes. No, it sucks. Well, the Enterprise E in oh. Star Trek uh, Insurrection has one of these things. <laughs> wow, they miss every time. Oh wait, um, no. Oh, they hit one. No effect though. It is like the only joystick. I love this. It's banking towards us. Ah! I love that he goes backwards. He's like, I'm gonna fly this thing. <laughs> ah. Her hair was prettier a while ago, like three seconds ago, and now it's like all in her face, like stressful. I love the priest. She's basically like, time to die, then she's like, I will pray very, very, very fast. I just love that all these are like the advanced, you know, and she's a pilot, and none of them have heard of, you know, <laughs> the plane. <laughs> Sorry, Roger's like hanging on to the thing, and he's losing. <laughs> but seriously, this is a little, in, a little unrealistic that all these, like, advanced people don't know how planets' or- orbits work, and Etc. Well, it's very convenient that the one guy in the universe who just did the test on it, it just happens to be that it worked. Yay, good. Although they never, they would have died if not for him. So I like the fact that he has a PhD. I really do. I wish they kept that later. Two. I'm sorry. Two PhDs. Well, actually, no. I shouldn't say that because they really do with the with the wormhole stuff. Oh yeah. Although I mean, he's not an idiot. I mean, he's not just average human. I want to take that back because he really. I love that music right there. Oh, he looks evil there. I'd never noticed that before. You know what? The whole thing with the bro- you know what it is because we know it was an accident. It doesn't. Uh-huh. Mean, it doesn't mean anything. It's just no. You know. It does because he he's so driven by grief. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. You're just trying to find like fault with it. No, and, I'm and not. the fact it, is, it's, it's just I'm, the way it is. No. It, like I love this <laughs> okay, right there. Right there. That. Is that an orgasm? I, think, I assume. I don't know, but I think Crichton's pregnant. <laughs> she just impregnated him. No, no, she... I just, I never found, um, I, I was never really touched. Yet he's very upset that his brother died and he's lashing out because his brother died. But I think the, we saw it and we know it was an accident. You know, it would have even, you know, amused me more or, or shouldn't amuse me. It would have entertained me more if 
we had seen, for example, a Crichton, you know, defend himself and, and, and actually kill someone and have it turn out to be Crace's brother and then have, you know, have it be something where it's true, but it's self def I don't know. It just... Take it. Love that scene. She looks really I like that it's an accident and he just doesn't care. Okay, is, is he got a seatbelt for a strap there? I'm serious. Looks like a seatbelt. I love that. He, like, keeps testing him. <laughs> well, it is. I love the fact that they don't love each other after the first episode. Oh, thank you, God. Yeah. Any other show. Oh, thank you, God, for saving our lives. You know, you've redeemed yourself in my eyes. Yeah, if you do it again, I'm going to cut you through. Well, no, I like at the end of this episode, he has no friends. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no one yeah, on his side. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's not and he's, the like, traditional. scared. Yeah. Yeah, like, I love that. I don't know. And Darko is actually frightening. I mean, later on, he's just cuddly, but he is totally he stuff hanging off his face. Well, like, he just, like, had his big plastic sword to his neck, and that's scary. Well, he's not cuddly later. He's just more comfortable with... with well, I'm sorry, but his humor... Like, I'm sorry, but the best line ever in Farscape is, um, you want the good news or the bad news? You know, the the bad news is you're going to be a stone for 80 years. The good news is Chiana and I are having great sex. I mean, he's that <laughs> yeah. kind of guy. <laughs> he's like P.S. trying to figure out who everyone's name is. Who's the transparent? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reserve the right to change my mind. I just remember not being impressed with the Grey storyline in the first half of the season. It, no, it wasn't seen manufactured. It just happened to be his brother that flew by. I don't know. I just completely disagree. I think they could have found a better way to make it more meaningful. But I, I think it was very meaningful. I think it's meaningful by being not what you expect. Because like, I just disagree with you. Jen just wants to just. Jen's like my work I wife. I am. Jen's just like. I think you're absolutely wrong, Jen. I said you're a wonderful person, and you're wrong, you bastard. You're wrong. I love that. I'm not going to hurt you. They're like a little puppy. The only one, the only person on the ship who likes them is the DRG. I love that they... I like all of them. But I like these things, especially because they're cute, and they remind me of the rumba. I like that they have him speaking in the microphone. Like, that he has all this on record. Like, his experiences, and... I love the Thank God he has, like, unending batteries. I love what happens to the, um... With the microphone at the end of the series. The uh, tape recorder. Oh, I do too. I love that. It, the good thing about Farscape is that it was a show that wasn't... It almost didn't get an ending, but they got it one, and it ended brilliantly. And... Yeah. It could, have, just... it could have been better in that they could have had more time, but I'm still happy the way it went. Oh, I just think Peacekeeper Wars was so beyond amazing. That's good there too. I, I like that there too. He finally yeah. he stands up. He's fine because that's the that's the voyage of John Crichton. I mean, he does he he becomes he he's always a scientist. He's always doing difficult you know Star Trek type things with wormholes and, and all that and all that jazz. But you forget for a while you because you're used to TV shows where everyone knows how to do everything. You forget that there's anything special about them. The guy is a PhD. I mean that that matters for yeah. something. But that's the first time he becomes you know he's a renegade. He's out there and people want to kill him. That's the first time he really defends himself and I just thought that was great. Yeah. 
Well, I also like this last line. You know, those rattlers in the stomach? I think I've got them now. Yeah. I've got them now. It's just a great way to end the episode. Like, I mean, everyone, what's going to happen yeah. Everyone who knows him thinks he's dead, and he's surrounded by people who don't care if he lives or dies, and that's just where it begins. With the worst ending music ever. <laughs> I actually liked... I'm like the only person in the world who actually like Because when they change it in season... What is it? Two? That they change it, it was like, oh, I kind of miss this screeching lady. Like... Well, no, it is, I actually do enjoy it. It just seems out of place. But you know what? Let me even say say that. Everything in Farscape seems out of place. That's what makes it Farscape. Yeah. I think I will probably watch the rest at some point before I die. Yay! <laughs> well, P.S. for I mean, you planned seven years ahead. I mean, that's, that's pretty, you know, strong words. Yeah. So yeah, I I I like I'm looking at a bug. What did you yeah, think Jim, watching it the second time? Did you get a different feel for it? Or? Yeah, well, well, first of all, um, I could actually see what was going on because the first time I watched it, it was like it was really horrible. Like everything was all blurry and just terrible. Oh, and also, two has started. <laughs> also, the sound was so awful. Like I said, it was like the sound was like five minutes ahead of the video. Oh, good. What did you think watching it this time? Well, I didn't have the sound on, so I couldn't hear it. And I think it was probably, it was, it would probably be as bad as it was before, but, um, one day I'll have to watch it with the sound on and get back to you. Were you able to follow the plot? Yes, I think I was. Probably mostly thanks to what you two were saying, but I was able to follow the plot. Oh, good. Well, there you go. So this has been... definitely, definitely not the first time, but... Because the first time I watched it, I was like, I was, I was terrified. I was like, I'm not going to be able to say anything because I have no idea what's going on. Well, my favorite was when you thought there were a bunch of little Rigels all walking around. <laughs> and I believe, and I believe you actually thought Aaron was a guy, which puts really, really different skins. Hey, on later I think that you're I supposed to when they're in the outfit. Back from this afternoon, I'm pretty sure I think like I'm like I like the little slugs, like plural, because I thought there were like ten of them. <laughs> I love our podcast. All right, this has been Farscape <laughs> premiere. We'll be back next time. I really this want to do more of these, just, like every episode ever. Well, we, we we can do that. We really should. We should just schedule like a Saturday or something and like just do it all day. I'm, I'm in for it. I'm actually what? I'm in for it. I work. I oh there. yeah, James and I are meeting Chiona on Sunday. Are you really? Yeah. Like that's gonna be cool. What are you gonna say to her? Because you told D that. Her husband I don't know. Her. What should I say to her? Like, dude, you're the, like the sexiest person on Farscape, except that. Dude, I anyone really, you sleep with dies. <laughs> like, I really am sad that you never had sex with John because I'm sorry, the kiss was really. Oh, that's right. She, Chiana was John Crichton's first. I'd forgotten that. He didn't realize forgotten. she was blue, though. That was the funny part. Yeah, I can't remember. He didn't remember. That's kind of odd. But it was Halloween. You have to... True, too. All right, so with that, this has been the first episode of Farscape, and we will be back with more Farscape later and lots of other things. We could watch anything next time. So with that... That's so exciting. It's very exciting. You never know what's going to happen. It's like Perfect Weekly, but, you know, without... Well, basically, Harry or... You know, 
Horcrux. Because you can't prepare. <laughs> We're not going to tell you what happens next. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to tell you what happens next. So with that, have a great night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hi, everybody. This is Keza. I just want to say I love the podcast. I love that you're doing the exchange. I think it's really fun. But I just have to say, Farscape, I don't know what y'all are talking about.